Welcome to the first episode of With a Plum, a show about the history, culture, and happenings in the beautiful game. We're your hosts, Rajat. Yes, sir. Neem Neem. And it's a pleasure to have you all with us. So let's get into it. Um, so Raj, uh, AK Athens, they finally got their ban for throwing bombs <laughs> at Ajax fans. As one does. <laughs> So the ban specifically is two games behind closed doors, two seasons of probation. I don't know what happens if they break that probation, uh, but I guess we'll find out. And they got fined uh, 80,000 euros. Uh, what do you yeah. think about the severity of the ban? It's fine. It's just it's impossible to weed these things out, I suppose. If, if they are supposed to be able to do more, then... I feel like they should take the blame. If it's just a bunch of bad actors, it becomes problematic. It's sticky to try and isolate them and stop them from doing this again. Yeah, this is such a hard problem to solve in in world football. I mean, we see it happening everywhere, right? Definitely. Um, The club does have to take some responsibility and... Two games behind closed doors, you know, for a team like AEK Athens, that's decent revenue. And a two-year probationary period, I could see that turning into a year ban from Europa League or Champions League. They've been playing well, so could turn out to be a pretty severe ban. And that's deserved if you can't stop people throwing petrol bombs at (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> other fans it's incredible that this is even a topic of conversation but now that we've covered that let's move on to a slightly happier subject which is there's been a sort of mini resurgence of paulo dibala he's scoring goals that. again he seems like he's having fun he's enjoying himself uh, what do you think about this i like that he's doing combined celebrations with ronaldo same i think they've formed a, a, a friendship, like a bit of a bromance, which has elevated both of their games. Dybala's issue in life generally is that he doesn't score that often. Like he plays up yeah. front and he doesn't really score that often. And it's a huge issue. Even for Argentina, he's just not scoring. And I think that he seems a little bit more at ease and, he is trying to find the net a little bit more and that helps when you have Ronaldo free scoring in Italy. Yeah. I mean, they also, I think part of the criticism on him that's been even more harsh is you've had the same sort of supporting cast around him for the past few seasons that have clearly provided for other goal scorers like Manzukic. um, Definitely. Or otherwise. So the criticism definitely holds, but, Either way, it's very nice to see him um, sort of flourishing um, however he has been. But it's nice to see him enjoying his football again. And the team seems to be doing well, despite their 
seemingly shock loss to Atletico, but we'll cover that in a bit when we get to the Champs League. Can't wait. <laughs> well, I guess, speaking of Champs League, we're talking about European, but the CONCACAF Champs League has kicked off. And Look out. The MLS's uh, best team got shellacked by, you know, really a not very good team from Costa Rica, which is hovering around 10th place in a 12-team league in Costa Rica. So I don't even know. Diano. Killers. Yeah. Atlanta killers. <laughs> It'll be... I mean, they scored an away goal. I think that's worth something, maybe. Um, they come back to Atlanta on the 28th. I think this would be a huge disappointment if Atlanta can't get into at least the semifinals of this competition. They are yeah. a massive club, and they... Yeah dominated the MLS. Frank DeBoer is their manager. Right. For those of you that don't know, Frank DeBoer is an absolute legend of the game, played in an unforgettable Barcelona team, and of course Ajax. And they need to be doing better than this. I'm assuming it was a little bit difficult to go to Costa Rica, which is one of the most hilarious things I've ever said. And <laughs> Since I, it's a vacation spot for most North Americans. Exactly. Americas. I'm guessing it's because they're in preseason form. Right. That's why they are struggling a little bit since this is the MLS preseason. MLS starts very soon, a few yeah. weeks. Well, uh, I guess on that topic, we'll move towards uh, the European Champions League. What? And... what? And, uh, you know, the the first leg of the round of 16, there's been some interesting results and even some shocking ones. And one in particular that was quite heartbreaking for me as sort of a neutral hooligan fan of the game to watch was the Ajax Madrid game where Ajax just dominated. But their youth showed they just weren't able to finish. And Madrid, their experience showed. They didn't have very many chances, but they put away uh, the two most important ones. And Ajax just couldn't come through. And they lost 2-1 at home, which it's going to be very tough to see them turn this around at the Bernabeu. Yeah, that's a death blow. But as you're saying, they're young. And against Real you get so few chances you have to take them. Otherwise, it's pretty much game over. Dusan Tadic is a good player. He's a good striker. Mm-hmm. But he's obviously not of the quality where, you know, this IX team isn't going to get a lot of chances yeah. away from home. So that was a tough result. It was interesting to see uh, Frankie de Jong sort of mm-hmm. begin his rivalry with Real as he joins Barcelona in the summer, and we'll get to see them quite a bit. There, There's a decent mix on this Ajax team, obviously, with Blint and Tadic. Like, there is a little bit of uh, Tagliafico, too. There is some experience, but their star players are young. Yeah, They're exciting, and it's going to be difficult for them. They would have to essentially not concede away from home. And I don't see that happening in Madrid. Right. (laughs) Um, I will say this for the return leg. If you are going to play Real Madrid, this is probably the best time to play them in the last five or so years. (laughs) They are a little bit. They're vulnerable. Yeah. And Sergio Ramos got that purposeful yellow. 
And I, I would take that as a slap in the face because he thought it would be a good match to miss to get suspended yeah. for. And I would take that as an opportunity to go all out attack. It'll be a fun game because Ajax will just be going for it. But yeah, I agree with you. I think that that was probably the most interesting result of that first leg of the round of 16. I won't I'm... lie. I had I had higher hopes for United. I really did. That one kind of broke my heart too a little bit. I did too. They PSG played well though. I'm yeah, it's hard to fault United. They showed way too much respect for Mbappe. Yeah. Um United are too big of a club to fear anyone. And they did. And then Pogba got a silly second yellow. Yeah. Um the the occasion was a little bit too big for them and it's frustrating because United are better than PSG. I know that's a wild thing to say, but they are. And they should be beating PSG or at least getting a result against them at home. So that was disappointing, not even scoring. Like, I, I don't really know what's going on there. But the injuries yeah. killed them. It was a completely different game. Lingard, Martial going out. United yeah. plays slower. They weren't ready for that. Alexis Sanchez is bringing nothing to the table. Oh, my God. Can't Lukaku even. is in a slump. It's yeah. It's bad. I think they will do better away from home where the pressure is a little bit off. Mm-hmm. But I don't see PSG relinquishing that lead at all. Yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. But then again, they've, they've been known for colossal uh, mental breakdowns in recent years. Definitely. Um, I'm down for another one of those. <laughs> well, moving on to Atletico and Juventus. Uh, we alluded to Juventus's earlier uh, little debacle that they're going through. And really, it's just this one match. But old guard at Atletico, both uh, center backs came through late on. Yeah, they were sloppy goals. Definitely. Atletico, I think it was more of a case for me. Juve didn't really create too much. Yeah. It was a pretty even game, but I don't think anybody at Juventus can fault the result. Ronaldo... Manjukic, Dybala, up three. They didn't really create too much. Um, I think it was a somewhat fair result. Griezmann on the ball is delicious. He's incredible. Yeah, it's fun to watch um, him. He was up for it as well. Um, and yeah, the two big-time centre-backs got their goals. And I think Juve will fancy themselves at home, but it will it will be difficult to keep Atletico at bay as far as scoring. Yeah. I I think that they can do it, but they would need to score early and they would they would really just need to believe that they can overturn the result. But you have to understand that Atletico do not concede goals. Like <laughs> yeah, the last really time they don't. conceded a goal was like two thousand and eight. Like <laughs> it, it's when very... Diego Godin had just joined. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Godin was 35 in 2008. Um, so there, there. That's that's why everyone essentially has written off this tie. But I really, I think it's a mistake to count out any team with Ronaldo. He feeds off of that, mm-hmm. and he will make it a personal mission to score at least both those goals. Mm-hmm. Dybala hitting on all cylinders and. It's it's happening at the right time. Definitely. That'll be a fun one to watch. No doubt. No doubt. 
Well, uh, that wraps up the the football portion uh, of our show. But given that we do things in uh, other realms that represent the game, and one of those being uh, apparel, a giant of the fashion industry passed away. And that, of course, being Karl Lagerfeld. For years, uh, he was the head of both Fendi and then later on Chanel. Of course, he had his own uh, label as well, but an absolute giant uh, in the industry, no doubt influenced so many and many, many others to come. Definitely wanted to give a shout out to the old man there, but, you know, he did leave a big portion of his wealth to his cat. So, you know, he should have left it to us. (laughs) Listen, even greats make questionable, uh, questionable errors. And that's, that's an interesting one on his end, but his money, he gets to choose what he wants to do with it. I guess with that, we will wrap up this first episode. Thank you all for tuning in, and uh, we shall see you next week. Peace. Peace.